Hi there, everybody. Chase Raz from Multi New Media, and I am going to be giving you a wonderful solo episode this week because I'm here to talk to you about what types of tools you need when you go mobile, and more than just those tools, what types of tips or tricks can I offer that will help you work remotely and on the go. If you can't tell, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. So let's get started after the intro. This is Multinew Media. Again, Chase Rads here coming to you from Multinew Media. I am on location. I'm at some busy place in Central Florida, and I'm here testing some of my new mobile equipment, and that prompted me to record this particular episode. And I thought about doing a top five, my first solo top five list of here are the five things that you absolutely need in order to have the highest levels of mobile productivity. But then again, I started making my list, and I noticed that tips and tricks and ideas and services started making their way in and it wasn't about carrying five different things around. In fact, one of the items on my list I'm specifically advising against carrying that many items around. So if you'll bear with me, I'm going to go ahead and kick this pseudo list off and start talking about some of the concepts ideas, tips, tricks, all of that stuff that I've already mentioned that you should be thinking about if and when you need to work mobile. Summertime here is approaching in the Northern Hemisphere. Lots of people take their vacations in uh, summer and into the late summer. And so if that's you, I want to give you this episode so that you can be as prepared as possible for your upcoming travels, conventions, vacations, reunions, whatever the case may be. You may also want to check back. A year or two ago, we had an episode on tips for traveling with technology, and that is one that should not be missed either. In fact, I'll link to it in the show notes in case you can't find it. So I'm going to kick this off and say that the very first thing that I really want you to think about if you're traveling and working on the go, trying to get productivity is what type of connection do you have, right? How are you connected? So if you don't have a laptop that has uh, a SIM card slot, an LTE service, do you need that type of device? Can you work off of just your phone? Can you work off of just your tablet? And if so, do they have both Wi-Fi and LTE available to you? Because I'll tell you, about a year ago, I took a vacation with family and I had been saving some money on my cell phone service. Now here in Florida, I was getting pretty good service, arguably um, better in cities, of course, and it was pretty bad at my house, to be honest with you. But the company had sent me a uh, hotspot and solved everything for me so that I could connect at home and on the go. But then I went really on the go. I left the state. And not only leaving the state, I went to a mountainous area, sort of in the middle of nowhere, a little bit removed from the closest uh, major and mid-sized cities, and my internet connection just dropped off. And then my cell phone service just dropped off. And I'm looking at some of the people around me, um, other, other vacationers, other tourists, and my family as well, and scratching my head, noticing that their internet was working. And as I started asking around, it, it became very clear that you have to purposely uh, purchase for the location you're going to be in in advance. Now, my family had gotten lucky. They just happened to be with the right company for that. 
But if you are going for business, if you're going on a trip where you need productivity, the question that you have to ask yourself, your travel agent, whatever company may be booking the trip for you, if it's um, you know an organization-sponsored trip, is what type of connectivity will be there? Um, what cell phone carriers are the best? What type of Wi-Fi is there? Etc. 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 Think about if you're going on a cruise with your family. How much um, bandwidth do you have to perform the work you need to get done? What will it cost? All of these things. The first thing I've got to put on my list for you and myself is we have to have great connectivity. All right. So with that said, I want to move into my first piece of hardware. Now, one of the reasons that I'm on location and mobile right now is I'm testing a couple of new pieces of hardware that I have to really get around some problems I was having with content creation, not just with audio, but also with video and with social media and writing. And I I was just having every single problem you could imagine on the go. And that just doesn't work for someone like me who's always on the go. So a couple of the pieces of technology that I'm experimenting with today are, first of all, the microphone that I'm recording with. But microphones, of course, are not really my suggestion. I don't think a lot of people are going to need them. And for most of you, your cell phone microphone will work. So unless you're in audio production like I am, unless you have to record a lot of training material and a lot of um, spoken word, then you're not going to need a microphone. But there is something that I think most of us really ought to invest in. And now this investment can be a couple of hundred dollars, or it could be, like I did, I think maybe $40. And that is portable uh, or mobile input devices, specifically keyboard and mouse. So I'm about to drive a little bit away from where I am right now. Uh, I'm visiting the Disney World property so that I can get a couple of experiences with loud noise around me and test my microphone. But the big thing I'm testing in a moment is I'm going to go to a lobby of one of the resorts over here or any other hotel in the area, haven't quite decided yet. And I'm gonna be testing a portable, foldable keyboard and a slim regular Bluetooth mouse. So the mouse is a little bit easier. There are some mice that are made for mobility and portability, but they are what they are. I'll leave it at that. You're just going to have to pick as best as you can. But keyboards, what do you do when you're on the go, when you have just your phone with you? Maybe you're on a hike. Maybe you're on a cruise. Maybe you're here at one of the theme parks. Maybe you're at the beach. What do you do when that email comes in and it warrants a two or three paragraph response and you find yourself tapping away at the phone, fighting with autocorrect? If you're trying to be productive on the go, Let me just suggest with everything I possibly can to invest in a mobile, foldable, rollable, portable in some way keyboard. Now, the one I have, and I'll link to it in the show notes in case you want to pick up a um, uh, something similar on Amazon, is I have a foldable keyboard that's also ergonomic. That's super important to me. If you've seen my multinewmedia.com or somewhere on social media, you know I'm a big guy. I'm 6'1", 300 pounds, sometimes plus, sometimes minus. And if I'm going to type on a mobile keyboard, one of these things that's made to go with you, I mean, maybe you have some for your tablet or something like that. My wrists are going to hurt. So I found this absolutely amazing foldable keyboard on Amazon that is also ergonomic. I've been testing it at home over the past couple of days, and today will be my first test in the wild using this Bluetooth keyboard. Um, But 
having had different types of portable keyboards in the past, different types of mobile keyboards, and quite frankly, literally just dragged around a keyboard, um, an additional keyboard with a laptop in the past to use for my phone, my tablet, my laptop. Uh, I, I don't advise that you do that. But because of all of that, because of that experience, I think these slimline, foldable, portable, rollable uh, devices are absolutely something that every business professional should look into if you're ever out of the office, and we all are. I mean, hell, this could even be useful if you've got kids and are at a soccer game or a baseball game or or band concert or whatever the case is. These things are lifesavers when you have to sit down and really crank out some text. Now, I've talked about my microphone and recording audio. I've talked about writing this text out and emails and making sure you're connected. And there's been a thread throughout some of these. It's a very loose thread, but the idea of when we type, we get a file. When we record, we get a file. If we take pictures on our cell phone camera, we get a file. And so that transitions me to something I think that we as business professionals absolutely have to invest in, and that is a multitude So several cloud services and not just the free tier of each one of these. Now, some of them I do keep as a free tier, but I I will say that I'm running OneDrive and Dropbox and iCloud and I think a couple of other. Yeah, definitely a couple of others. Amazon Drive, Google Drive. um, Wow. The more I think about it, the more of these, you know, pop into my mind. Now, am I getting the paid tier of all of them? No, absolutely not. But two or three? Yeah, I most certainly am. And let me explain the reason why, because I think all too often people make a decision between one of those those offerings and they go with it. And I think that's a wonderful thing to do. However, when you're on the go, sometimes you end up taking more pictures, finding more opportunities to record, really getting this idea. You know, we all know we go away on vacation and we don't get a lot of work done. But then we have the other types of trips, maybe a business conference or maybe we vacation solo and it turns in that entire trip can turn into a productivity dream, just this creative brainstorming session and and productivity session like none other. And when that happens, especially if you're like me and working off of a mobile device, and I'll, I'll explain that a little bit more later, you can find yourself running out of storage quickly. I mean, I've had that happen in a It was either a 32 or 64 gig device with a 200 gig SD card in it, no joke, and ran out of room from videos and pictures and files and and all of that while working on the go. Now, I don't think a lot of people are going to end up with that problem, especially if a lot of your work is maybe more managerial and email focused. But having these cloud storage services, understanding uh, how to make sure that they work with every device you have. Uh, I know this sounds very rudimentary, but the number of people I meet that say, oh, yeah, I use Dropbox or OneDrive or iCloud. And then you really start asking, "Okay, well, how many devices do you have it synced to? And they say, well, I have it on my phone and, and my computer. But then you ask the next question, how many other devices do you have? And the list just keeps on on going, right? They have maybe a second phone in the family. Um, they have a a port a a work laptop. They have a this, that, and the other. And the cloud storage solutions aren't synced. So not only is it important to have multiple services in case one fails or one becomes inaccessible or one gets maxed out, just like your SD cards, just like your hard drives, but also to have them connected to your devices before you go, making sure that everything's syncing and working perfectly. 
Now, all three pieces of advice prior to this, internet service, input devices like keyboard and mice, and cloud storage, all of that's going to mean absolutely nothing if you don't really heed this next tip, and that is to make sure that you have not only some of the best world-class power supplies, but make sure you have redundant versions of that. Now, what I mean is not necessarily that you have to go and carry 10 different power banks. Instead, you'll see in a moment that I'll actually discourage that. What I mean is have one that's rather small on the go made for the casual day trip. What happens when you have one device that needs, you know, half a charge to make it through the rest of the day? What happens when you have your entire family with you and you all need just, you know, another hour or two worth of power in your devices? That's what you want to think about um, initially, the low end of how can I get a 5,000 or so milliamp hour source of power? In addition to that, I would say really stick with the world-class industry-leading idea and get a good name brand power bank that's in the 20, 30, 40,000 milliamp hour range. You know, you want to be able to charge a small laptop and a phone and another phone before you have to recharge that power bank. These are not big bricks like they used to be. They can be really um, affordable as well if you look online and some of your local electronics stores. But having these power banks in those two particular forms, very large and relatively small, I think that's the best combination for a lot of people to utilize when they're out of the office. Now, my personal suggestion and my my preference for how I do this as well is I like to take the large power bank and leave it, let's say, at the hotel room or wherever my, I guess you could count, home base is when I'm on the go. I would say a lot of times it's in my car, but you don't really need a power bank in the car as much um, because hopefully your alternator is doing that job for you. Now, I will say if you're a road warrior and you're on the go and you may be in a hotel, but just to sleep and then the rest of the time you're in the car, you may want to look at not just these power banks. So when I talk about power supplies, yes, I recommend a small and a large uh, capacity power bank, but you have to fit that to your custom situation. What I mean is think about the, the classic road warrior, right? Do you need an inverter in your car so that you can get a higher voltage source of power? Do you need to take a look at some of the name brand car chargers that can do turbocharging and some of the newer rapid charging technologies? So when you're looking at your power supplies, yes, it's about making sure that you have sufficient power to make it through the day, but it's also about making sure that you have all of the connection types that are necessary. If you are traveling in a hotel room, in a car, you know, uh, a wall plug isn't going to do you very much good in a car unless you have an inverter, and a car plug is not going to do you any good in a hotel unless you have, of course, a converter. So think about these requirements of what is going to be for you, for your use case, for the technology and the devices that you use, what's going to be the most useful overall. Now, I'm going to stick with power supplies here for a moment, but moving on to what's really ultimately my final suggestion here. And that is to minimize the amount of technology you're carrying. I know that the mentality still exists within the business world to carry many devices. You want your phone, you want your laptop, you want a tablet, you're going to take your Kindle reader, you're going to take your smartwatch, on and on and on. But when you're on vacation, when you're at a conference, when you're doing any of these things that require you to be outside of your home base... You really want to think about packing light and being minimal. 
do you absolutely need your Apple Watch or other smartwatch while you're on the go? I think the largest and most compelling case for saying yes is if you're using a fitness wearable. If you're simply using your watch for apps and notifications and all of that, I, I think once you're out of your element, it becomes a little bit more understandable if you're checking your phone from time to time trying to orient yourself, making sure you're aware. I don't think the sly, you know, looking at your wrist um, to try to check the weather in a meeting, I don't think all of that applies as much when you're on the go. So again, unless you're using a fitness wearable, which fingers crossed, hopefully you have one that has a much more significant battery life than an Apple Watch or something like that, then you're using it almost exclusively for fitness or as close as possible. But barring that, do you really need that type of watch at all? And the same thing becomes true with every single piece of technology. No matter how reliant you are upon it, you have to put it under the microscope. Now, I can't imagine that many of us are going to go somewhere without our phone. It's our telecommunications device, it's our email, it's everything all in one. So, you know, I can forgive you for not thinking that you want to leave that behind. But if you have your phone, do you really need to take the 8-inch tablet? Do you really need to take the 10-inch tablet? Do you need to take the 13-inch MacBook? Do you need to take the 17-inch Windows device? All of these need to be eliminated to maybe one or two small pieces of technology that are super portable. And it's not just about the computing power either. Do you have to take your DSLR? Do you have to take that digital camera? Do you have to take that microphone, which appeals to me? I have to ask myself that question a lot. Do you have to take the camcorder? Can some of these features be consolidated by your phone? And I know that as business people, as professionals, and a lot of us working in some way, form, or fashion with content, we tend to be, how should I say, maybe a little snobby with the quality of our audio and the quality of our video and even our still shots. As much as you've heard it, I have to reiterate, cell phones are good enough for most of the applications we're trying to do. Not just with power supplies, not just with keyboard and mice, not any of these suggestions, but the number of devices, the number of cables, all of that we really need to be thinking about throughout the year. While you're at your office, think about the frustrations that you have right now. Do you have a phone that requires a different type of charger than your watch? which requires a different type of charger than your laptop that requires and you get the point of where I'm going. With some of the newer technologies like USB Type-C, can you, even if you have to spend a little bit more, can you start moving so that you can reduce the number of pieces of technology that you need when you are on the go to be truly productive and to unify them so that eventually we can get to a point to where, sure, maybe you take a small Ultrabook and your phone and that's it, along with one power bank to station at the hotel, and again, that's it. Is that enough? Can you, can you get by with that? And in thinking about reducing the number of devices and reducing the technology that you have to carry with you, which again was one of our tips a year ago when, we, when Christopher Woodward and I talked about traveling with technology, as you reduce your technology down, we can get quite creative. Case in point, last year... Hurricane Irma came through Florida and was quite a pain in the butt, if I do say so myself, uh, or at least having to replace my roof uh, can speak for me on that issue. But one of the things that I did and I urged a lot of my students to do and a lot of my clients and a lot of my corporate training folks to do is make sure 
that we were almost doing the opposite of travel, right? You're hunkering down. And in that case, I said, make sure to absolutely charge every single device you have. And they would go, yeah, of course, I'm going to charge my phone. I'm going to put batteries in my radio. And I would start talking about, no, take your MacBook and charge it. Take the old netbook out of your, out of your closet and charge it. Every old cell phone you have, charge it. And I'm sure you can imagine the strange, uh, the strange looks that I get when I talk about, you know, taking out anything that has a USB port and charging it. But the reality is, is most of these we can use not just as a power consuming device, but, you know, laptops, netbooks, power supplies, battery backups, all of those things we can use as a power supply. In fact, I charged, I think, two or three different devices that I had no intent on using with the power out. I was never going to boot them up except to drain them of power because I don't know about you, but I don't have any source of backup battery power for my cell phone that's larger than a UPC backup for the computer or laptop. I just don't. I can't think of anything else that's better except for going directly to a solar panel. So again, let me go back and and walk through these very briefly one more time to conclude. Make sure that you have the best connectivity you can possibly have with devices that can have backup connection types, Wi-Fi, cell tower, Bluetooth, etc. Look at where you're going what type of technology is there, and custom choose your technology to fit that location and the places you'll be traveling. Not necessarily just what you already have at home and at your office, but make sure you're going to be connected where you're going. Then, make sure you can interface with your device. If that means getting a keyboard and mouse, which I do recommend at least that keyboard, even to use with your phone, like I'm about to go test here in the real world, um, but also cameras, microphones, any device that is crucial and critical for your business. Every single type of device that I've mentioned, cameras, microphones, keyboards, mice, all of which have special purpose-built mobile versions that are made for use with your tablet, your phone, And of course, that can be upgraded to use with your laptop because you know that I just advocated for not carrying a lot of devices. So it's not about going and getting all of these. It's understanding which ones you need to be the most productive. So having your internet connection, having the input devices that are absolutely critical to you, having cloud storage so that you can back things up. You have redundant storage in case you lose your device, damage your device. The freak accident while whitewater rafting, you know, on a corporate business trip, if that happens, at least you've been able to sync to one or two cloud storage providers, hopefully several, so that you can put it on autopilot and just know that it's happening. Of course, as I mentioned, none of that is any good without having appropriate power supplies. That's not just the source of power, the wall plugs, the car plugs, the battery backups, but making sure that you have the appropriate cables and that you do your due diligence just like your devices to minimize the number of different cables or cable types that you need. It's a lot easier to standardize everything to a USB Type-C and run into a local electronics store and pick up another one while you're on the go than it is to have... Uh, type A, a a USB type A, type B, type C, and then some proprietary thing on top of that. That's just too much. You may love that technology that has a proprietary plug. You may want to take it with you, but the, the, the fact of the matter is it's going to set you up for nothing but failure and potential heartbreak. And then finally, along with that idea of trimming down 
take a look at all four of those suggestions, the internet connection, the, the, the input devices, cloud storage, power supplies, and then no, as much as I've advocated over four tips, tricks, and suggestions to multiply, to divide out, to really expand what you have, the fifth thing is to work on reducing down to find as many synergies as possible so that you don't have to overlap. Recently, I decided that I have no need to go procure a digital camera, that I have no need to go procure a tablet, and no need to go procure a laptop. Now, admittedly, yes, I have a smartwatch, I have a cell phone, I have a Windows tablet, I have a MacBook, and I have a desktop. But, <laughs> before you take me as a hypocrite, I am talking about going mobile. And while going mobile, I've decided to do really two things. One is eliminate all of my mobile options except for the phone. Now, because my job at the university provides my MacBook for me, it's really theirs, not mine. I am going to have to keep that device in the mix. But how much of that work can I do while I'm remote on my phone? See, my goal, my motivation is to get to where I'm using my workstation type desktop and my phone and as little or nothing in between as possible. Yes, I know there's room to grow in the future. In the future, I would love to have maybe a new Ultrabook that's using USB Type-C that can use the same type of plug as my phone, etc., etc., etc. But for now, it just doesn't make sense. If you're gone for a week or two, what is it you need to accomplish? How do you need to accomplish it? Keyboard, mouse, monitor, cell phone, what is it you need? And then reduce and eliminate as much as possible by using Synergies. All right, so that's enough for me right now. I am on the go. I'm going to get out of the location I'm in right now because luckily it's been relatively quiet and I stashed myself secretly in the parking lot in my car so that I get a little bit more peace and quiet. But uh, it is picking up around here, so I'm going to go find a different spot, test this keyboard, and then hopefully get the heck out of here and back to my comfortable home because as we all know... It is wonderful going back home after a vacation. Even when you're not quite ready to go home, there's just that really good feeling about returning home. And before you ask, nope, I'm not on vacation over here. I'm kind of just pretending that I am so that I can test this equipment and make these recommendations for you. Hopefully, I should have a vacation coming up in a couple of months, but uh, alas, it's not yet. That means that I have some work I have to get back to immediately. So I hope you do have a vacation now or coming up over this summer. I hope you have a wonderful time off when you get some some R&R time that you spend it with friends, family, new friends, new family, whatever the case may be, that you get out into the world and really, truly enjoy yourself. I hope that you also don't leave your professional passion and your pursuits behind. I know that we need to recharge and get away, but sometimes we just love what we do so much that it follows us everywhere we go. So with that, I hope you're as productive as possible in as little amount of time per day as you can be so that you can spend the rest of that wonderful time off or away at conferences, on vacation, or just goofing off at the pool in the summer with friends, family, and of course, the Multi New Media Podcast. Until next time, everybody, take care. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, take care.